Bis morgen. events that have happened from the story Damn. so uh it's like this story's a little long um okay everyone get ready yeah this story okay so we're, we're at we're at 51 minutes everyone get ready yeah um so yeah this story i'm just gonna jump right into it it's pretty long uh it happened to me i'm just gonna jump into it okay it was the year 2010 so no yeah so we've we've said before we've like, mentioned this yeah amping up to this we've, we've mentioned that chana has dabbled in ouija board and Wicca, mm-hmm. and some demon shit. Lesbianism, you I wouldn't done touch it, it with a 50-foot <laughs> pole. I just really love this stuff. I love horror, but Chana, like, loves this and is into it. Yeah, yeah. and Corey... And has experience. Corey's heard me uh, say this story a few times, and so there might... I mean, this happened so many years ago, and I haven't I've only really heard once. I've only heard story. once. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. when we went camping with Well, David. if you remember something that I don't, feel yeah. free to chime in. Okay, yeah, yeah, Because there yeah. might be specific conversations that I don't remember There's, anymore. like, three specific events that if you miss them, I'll tell you. Yes. So, it was the year 2010, so many, many moons ago. Mm. I was only 15 at the time. I was super nugget. I was a sophomore in high 303 school. 303 was big. 3 was huge. Yes. Um, hmm, I wasn't a Kesha lesbian yet. Was <laughs> Kesha Don't trust the hell. Uh, the four of us were uh, LDS missionaries. I was on the. Uh, we were. Oh, Bakes yeah. and I were in Chile. <laughs> Ch- uh, Ch- Bakes was getting stopped by a ghost. And Tyler LDS was also a sophomore in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, was in, Chris was in France. I was uh, in California. Yeah, we were in Chile. Yeah. And I was uh, having a demon follow me around, so it's a ride. Tyler was being stalked by skinwalkers. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, that was this year. Okay. <laughs> okay, that, so. That's, that's that you know of. <laughs> that you know of. That I know of. That you know of. Get it, Jordan. That was, that was Labor Day. That was, that was my Labor Day, guys. That was Labor Happy Day Labor Day. Okay, no, so. <laughs> it was 2010. I was 15. I just watched The Craft for the very first time. Oh. And I was deeply inspired to get into some spooky we shit. We just watched The Craft. Um, I went I to my asleep. best. As per usual. I went to my best friend Chloe's house. Chloe was my best, best, best friend throughout high school. Um, and I talked to her for a long time on the phone about all of this because we kind of walked through these events together. She has kids now. She probably won't be listening to this podcast. She's moved on with her life where I'm still spooked. Um, so I was at, when I went to my best friend Chloe's house, I told her about the craft and I was like, yo, Chloe, I really want to get into the psychic and medium stuff. Now, a little bit of a backstory with my relationship with Chloe, so you understand why we really decided to dive into this, is we had this experience the freshman year of high school where I wanted to do something pretty bad to myself and I wasn't really friends with Chloe yet. Yeah. And she called me on the phone and she said, Chana, put it down. And she didn't even know me. I mean, we were barely friends. We were enemies for years, and then we kind of became friends from her cousin, Clarissa. But anyway, so Chloe called me, and she was like, you need to put it down. I was like, what the fuck? Like, Chloe, how did you know? Wait, she didn't even know? Yeah, she had no idea. She just had such a strong feeling to call me and just to make sure I was okay. And so um, Chloe Turville is the reason I'm here today. Wow. I owe it all to her, 100%. And um, so I... From that moment is when we immediately became best friends. Um, we got closer and closer, and that's when it was revealed to me that her mom has some psychic powers, and Chloe does as well, and that's how Chloe knew to call me, because Chloe Ooh, just had damn. such a strong feeling, and she knew if she didn't call me right then. So glad I don't have that. Channel is fucked. Because <laughs> yeah. um, you usually see ghosts. <laughs> thank you, Chloe. And backstory for me, my whole life, I was always able to see spirits here and there. Like, it was pretty norm. Yeah. And uh, in fact, other people in my family, we don't really talk about it because I'm not supposed to know about all of it. They have as well. So it's Wait, not... who? Can you say or no? Do you not want to say? I My mom's going to be listening to this podcast, so I don't want to out a bunch okay. of family members. Okay, okay. But, um, but yeah, so I was pretty familiar. And I've talked with my mom multiple times about how I felt like I could see the spirit, or not the spirit, but spirits and things like that. Oh, jeez. And, um, and whatnot. Okay, so now you know a little bit backstory that why we decided we could jump into this and we're the type of people that would do this. So we first made a homemade Ouija board. We wrote it down on a piece of paper, and we used a CD as the planchette. And uh, we opened up the board. You know, we had no idea. We did, did, barely wait, re- can we can we interrupt? That, 
Mistake number one. <laughs> um, the, the, the meme with the Ouija board on a, bed, on a budget. When you want to talk to Satan, but you're on a budget. <laughs> and the planchette's a Dorito. That was literally, <laughs> that was literally oh, it. Was it, a, was it a blank city or was it like NSYNC or something? Oh, I oh don't my remember. God, please be it was corn. It was For corn. the sake of this conversation, <laughs> it was corn and or NSYNC. Um, it was a mixtape with corn and NSYNC. It was probably a mixed CD. Yeah, it's 2010. It was for sure a mixed CD. It said Kinsync. It's like Chana's sad music. And it was like a bunch of Never shall never and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Never shall never. <laughs> I'm in yeah. trouble. I'm an addict. Okay, so we had the CDs. The point. Chris is currently in, going through his emo phase, so he yes. gets Never shall never. Um, so he's the CD is the planchette. We opened up the board. You know, I barely researched at that point, so clearly I did it incorrectly when I first opened it. Um, but the very first spirit we talked to was Chloe's grandpa, who passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, we started asking him questions. I was like, well, fuck. Like, in the power. Let me just explain how this felt because this is my very first time doing the Ouija board. The minute we both, like, put our fingertips, our index fingertips, oh, I'm, like, starting to get spooked, the, our index mm-hmm. fingertips on the CD, um, I felt this almost, like, magnetism between my fingers and the CD. Like, I just Ugh. could not lift no, up my fingers, but I Never. couldn't put any strength. It was just stuck. And, and then... Uh, we felt it just start moving, and I was like, Chloe, is that you? Classic Ouija board question. And she mm-hmm. was like, no, is it you? And I was like, I couldn't even move this, so I wanted to right now. And we're like, okay, like, hey, who is this? And he spelled out Chloe's grandpa's name. And I was like, oh, my God. And I'm the one that always talks to the spirits and asks the questions. Uh, yeah. That's very, very important because I am You're the medium. moderator. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, or the I'm medium. Mo- yeah. Um, whew. Okay, so. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> we were talking to the grandpa, and he started uh, mentioning things to Chloe that only chloe would know i had no idea what he was really talking about and um you know they were able to speak and say things to each other that she wanted to say to him before he passed away and she never had the opportunity to um she cried i cried there was a bunch of tears it was super cute um women chloe was finally (laughs) able to like get the closure she needed with her grandfather and we ended the session and we just sat there and we just sobbed and like hugged oh that's so cute and that was when we're like you know what like this ouija board this is a positive force for yeah, us yeah. and we are powerful like let's keep on getting into this but we're done for the night because it was a lot it took a big toll on chloe um kids do your research before you use ouija boards okay because so you might make a mistake so i <laughs> i want to say one thing that's very clear yeah, seriously i have done ev- all the research you can do i was very responsible the majority of the time with the ouija boards it can happen to anybody who happened to me and that's yeah. i need to make that very clear um, at the end of this, I have some things that Chloe wanted me to say to everybody. Okay, I'll yeah. say it at the very end. So um, <laughs> She's like, PSA. <laughs> Chloe's like, don't. Like, <laughs> Fuck off. Whoop, 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 so, whoop, we went whoop, whoop. To, so we went to my our friend uh, Dane's and Jake's house, and we made a homemade Ouija board at their house. And uh, we were like, okay, guys, let's do this. Um, so you got two you got two guys going in with you. Yeah, I was, like, trying to fuck Dane. It was, like, this whole thing. He was, like, worth it. 18. We I was 15. Dane was Wait, hot. what's his name? Dane. Yeah, if his name's Dane, yeah, his he's, name. into, he's into witchcraft. Yeah. yeah. He no. wasn't super into witchcraft. He was just into underage girls. Oh, God. But uh, he's Even a loser. Better. I mean, he's still in a band. So that's all you have to know. And I'm into him. Yeah, um, right. Okay, so. I just so, picture some, like troubled scruffy guy that look like is 27 but looks 18 did you no, hear that that was this that was oh that was that. Oh, <laughs> no, that sounded ridiculous dane yeah. was hot Sorry, okay everyone. so he was and yeah. he was super emo he had like the big gauges tattoos of like, oh, all of his arms yeah. wore flannels every day like this was 15 year old channel's wet dream like he was a hot topic <laughs> ad okay oh god and he showed interest in me and that's actually how i met the neighborhood was through him oh cool um so we went to his hey, house. Dane. We did. Yeah, hi, Dane. Yeah, you're probably listening to this. Hi, Dane and hi, Jake. Shout out to you guys. Yeah. Um, Dane, I'd be attracted to you without the gauges, just so you know. He doesn't have gauges anymore. Well, you don't. That means he just has a big floppy. Wait, but they're like the but no, but they're like the hottest when they have that like level one gauge where it's. Oh, like, they're huge. You can put like a you could fit like a Coke can through. Oh, the gauges. yeah. Okay. She said they're huge, huge gauges. That was the descriptor she Dane, said. Go okay, back, so go back to 2010 Dane. and stop. So going back to this, because I have a lot to fit oh, into this. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, so this is only we'll the second of like 16 events. Okay. But that's what's fun about it. So we were doing the homemade Ouija board at his house, but they were obviously getting really, 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 really afraid. Like the more we're doing it yeah um, they were just hyping it up and we just could not get through to anybody and so that's when chloe and i started putting it together that when you're really afraid of the ouija board you're either in contact with negative spirits or you couldn't get through so that's when we first started realizing okay fear not good so when you ouija intuitively boards. have fear you feel like it's it's a it's a 
that's it's a what real sign. Yes. Okay, cool. It is. Well, and having fear means you're not going to have a good Ouija board sesh. That's just what it is. Like, yeah. Dane and Jake were, hy- were freaking themselves out. And because of that, any spirit we talk to is really crazy and was all over the place and pretty negative or we just couldn't get through to anybody okay never doing um i believe i burned that board i don't remember what i did it was a homemade board but it's not super important so then finally i convinced dane i was like hey dane take me to toys r us to buy a ouija board and so we did so i went to toys r us (laughs) thanks jeffrey you can buy Um, for all you millennials toys r us used to be a place (laughs) no wait not millennials what are the new people gen z Uh, gen z yeah for all you gen z kids toys r us was a place that your parents took you when you were a kid on your really really special day to like you know that feeling the first time you saw porn and it was the fucking best like that was the best day when you pulled into toys r us or you're like me you'll never know that joy (laughs) you poor poor fucking saps <laughs> or you're like me and your mom's like boyfriends would go tank you to toys r us all the yeah, time fuck yeah. okay so we went to toys r us we bought a ouija board and this is my very first board it, it was glowing it glowed in the dark it, Ooh, it was are you serious That's it was cool. super like it's by like hasbro guys yeah. like okay like why you is could, hasbro making ouija boards you could buy this on fucking oh, amazon oh we did a, we did a podcast and they got the patents in like 1910 <laughs> yeah. Like that. We, yeah listen yeah. to episode two um okay so oh that's when everything started getting real because we had the real ouija board and we started getting more and more involved with the board it went from a weekly sleepover activity to a daily god like damn. i was with chloe really? every day and we would open the board and have some classic ouija board sesh um, it was it became a part of me at that point it was something that i constantly thought about and i craved and i needed and yeah. i got um, that's an, I got deeper. I started going to witch shops. I got introduced to Wicca. I got into candles, crystals, chakras, you name it. I got into it. Yeah. Um, I was just getting deeper, deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, this is when we were talking to a ton of different ghosts. Um, and they're mo- mostly, they're really friendly. We ask them micro questions like, who am I going to marry? Um, how am I going to do in fucking algebra? You know, white girl questions. And then the ghosts are just like, fuck. And, uh, right. But the most important ghost that happened that we were introduced to went by Noob. Um, he died uh, recently. Okay, he was a teenager. Just say this one time. What? Just say it this one time. Don't say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, his name's part of the story. Okay, fine. So we were introduced to Noob. Um, he died recently when he was a teenager. And so Noob was his nickname because it was like a joke because he was our age or my age at the time. So like 15 when he died video gamer he's like noob lol and i was like ah noob super friendly he answered every white girl question i could ever think of um and i talked to him every day at that point i started getting a personal relationship with him um i was letting him get deeper and deeper into my lives my mind everything um i considered him a close friend <coughs> can you get me some water yeah. Don't go <coughs> pause Sorry, I'm like dying all of a sudden. It's probably splitting the party. Cat. Jordan's going off. All <laughs> <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Bye, Jordan. Tyler's like, I'm so nervous. <laughs> that's, that's good comedy right there. <laughs> okay, yeah, noobs like stay at chat. <laughs> we like blink into the uh, astral plane <laughs> from no. from Insidious oh. 2, and he's just fucking uh, me in the throat. The further. Yeah, we the jumped fur- into the further. Ooh, uh, say it again. The further. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. We play in chip. Oh. Here we um, go. I don't oh, want to go into the further. Okay. No. So no, sir. The look so spooky. No, sir. Thank you, Jordan. I actually want to. <coughs> I don't. No, I don't. It I don't. looks like so scary. I do ever want to astral project. But every time, every time we die, which is once, you have to go there, right? <laughs> okay. Shut up. So getting back into this. Um, at this yes, point, baby. oh god! At this point, you know we were talking Ooh, I just to. Got super chills. <laughs> at this point, we were talking to like a bunch of spirits, mainly noob. Like I said, noob to me was a very close friend. Like yeah. I had a relationship. Like was a real person. Yes, he too. was like, real to me. Real. Yeah. He, I told him things that not that many people know. Like he was a friend, and I considered him almost a best friend. Yeah. Um, I was letting him you know take over my life in a sense i always thought about noob it was noob it was noob it was noob it wasn't ever romantic like we never flirted or anything yeah but it was 
definitely a bond. It was just very like intellectually important. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. And so, emotionally even. Yeah. Emotionally, yeah. definitely. But so platonically. At that point, um, Chloe and I realized how powerful we were getting, the two of us with the Ouija board, how our sessions were getting pretty intense, and we started understanding our real powers uh, together, and we started looking for a third to join us to oh, kind of complete it the our coven in a sense, our yeah. seance circle, yeah. whatever you want to name. More than two people in a circle. Usually. Threes and fives are better. Th yeah, threes yeah. good number. Like fives odd, good odd number. Numbers, six good number. Okay. Four's fine. Six. We have six right we have now. Six people. Right but um, oh my God. you know, three, <laughs> three is three is strong and four is really strong for a coven. But we were more looking for the Ouija board seance stuff. Okay, I wasn't. Okay. Chloe wasn't as into Wicca as me. I got very deep into it and then okay. I got scared. Um, okay, so. We tried out this one girl, Alejandro. She like ran away screaming, literally. Um, so then <laughs> we, we're, do, we're just gonna blur over that. And then uh, enter Kelso and Alex. So we knew Kelso from church. He now lives in Utah. I probably Ashton, should have called him. Ashton Kutcher his, was in your. His nickname's Kelso. Uh, Kelso. I don't remember his first name anymore. And Alex was in my English class. He was Kelso's best friend. Yeah. Good English class. Cool. A shout out to. Miss Sanders. Um, okay, so we decided to add them both into our baby coven after a Ouija board session with them. So here we go. Oh. Okay, so things started out pretty normal. Um, we opened up the session. Um, okay, so it was the four of us were doing it in Chloe's room and we had a giant candle in the middle. Um, we, had, we, had, no, we probably had three candles. I know the middle one was white and it was huge, but the flame was pretty small on it. Yeah. And um, each of us gathered around and we kind of went over the rolls. I always talked to the spirits. Um, Chloe helped kind of connect us, and um, Alex and Kelso were kind of there just to guide. Yeah. Um, so um, we contacted, the first spirit we contacted was a spirit who said he needed help moving on. Um, as soon as we contacted him, the room went ice cold, oh and the flame God. on the candle grew to about twice its size. No. Um, Kelso's body kind of jerked forward, and his head snapped down. What the um, fuck? And he pulled his head up and he started speaking and realized it wasn't Kelso. Um, it was no. someone else's voice. It was a, it was the spirit. Um, this actually fucking happened. Uh, <laughs> so this is the thing though. The ghost was really friendly. Okay. He, Ooh, do you hear that low car? Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm scared, Corey. Really hard on the, on okay, the audio so, and shit. Uh, oh, and his eyes glazed over. It's important to know no. that. Like Kelso was, it was not Kelso. It was his body. Fuck yeah. um, his body was a vessel at that Fuck point. Um, so, you know, the <laughs> ghost... The ghost was really friendly. Um, he was just saying that he needed help moving on. I don't really remember the specifics of the conversation anymore because it was eight years ago. Um, but he was basically asking for help. Um, he was super afraid to move on and he kept on saying how he he was nervous he'd never see his family again. Um, we talked about his life, his death, his fears, everything. Like I really got to know this spirit Yeah. Um, for almost an hour. And um, finally, I kind of walked him through everything step by step and he finally decided that he was ready to move on. Um, Kelso looked up into the room and the room got really warm. Um, Kelso, the spirit was crying and saying that he's ready. And at that point I was like bawling cause I could just like feel the spirit. Um, and he thanked us for helping him. And he told us, uh, that this is what we are here for. This is my purpose of life is to help spirits like him move on. And like, this is one of the most important gifts and duties a human being can have because yeah. without me he would still be stuck and he was stuck for years and years and years and years mm. um i felt his spirit then lift up and leave kelso's body um and in that and i felt it leave the room and then that's when kelso's body went limp and he fell over oh. um after a few seconds kelso it was like silent we we're like what the fuck okay. um after and you know we were all crying at this point like i have never felt what in fear, that yeah. experience I've ever felt in my life. After a few seconds, Kelso lifted up his head and he's like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, ugh. Um, Chloe and I, that's when we realized that the four of us had something really, really, really special and strong because all of a sudden, not only were we able to contact a spirit, the spirit was able to enter Kelso's body, communicate with us, we were able to help it move on. We're like, this is our purpose. Let's do this, guys. We're 15. This is fun. Um, we're 15. So, we're strong. We can make these decisions. So, um, <laughs> we made a pact to only do the Ouija board and seances together oh and to never do it under any circumstances without each other. Oh we, in a sense, formed a coven. Um, yeah. We had a spiritual bond that seemed unbreakable. Think of a blood bond spiritually. That's how it was. I was too afraid to cut my hand, so we didn't do the blood bond. Um, 
about a week later, I was in the car with another fuckboy, and um, I got a frantic call from Chloe, and she was like, Chana, you need to come over to my house right what? fucking now. It's an emergency. Oh. You need to come over right now. And I like looked at Kevin, and I was like, "You need." To, he lived right next to Chloe, and I was like, sorry about your penis. We got to go. Um, <laughs> sorry, so, <laughs> sorry, Kevin, for your penis. And, uh, in my autobiography. So, sorry about your penis. I got to go. Come, come, come to me later about your penis. <laughs> so... Um, she was saying she got off the phone with Alex and you really needed her help. Like, this is urgent. Get over here. Get over here. Get over here. So yeah. Kevin drew, drove me over to Chloe's house. Peace out, Kevin. Um, I ran into Chloe's and that's where all four, all three of them are waiting for me. They explained to me that they did the Ouija board to the, by themselves, Alex and Kelso, just try to test it to see if Chloe and I are Bitches. messing with them, which is valid because, you know, they probably thought that. Yeah, Kelso was the one that acted like the spirit, but whatever. Bitches. Um, they got in contact with the ghost on Alex's property. Um, and then everything took a turn for the worst, obviously. Kelso was possessed, um, but, but the ghost was really violent and angry. Oh and my he God. Um, oh. took complete control of Kelso's body, like movement, everything, more than the voice. Um, Kelso slammed his head against the fireplace and what? passed out. <laughs> um, and Alex said it took him maybe about five or ten minutes to wake back up. And that's when Alex was like, we got to go to Chloe's house. Like, this is getting too serious. Kelso has no memory of what happened. He has, like, a huge, I think he probably, I mean, I probably saw the scar. Why. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, I was TPing houses. And <laughs> the, well, <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, yeah. So, I was TPing houses. <laughs> During my high school years, I TPed houses. So while, this, you know, they're telling <laughs> me this, and know. my initial reaction is that I was pretty angry with them because the only reason that I felt that Kelso got hurt was because they did this without us. They had no idea what they were doing. They didn't know how to properly close a board. The board was still open. Oh, my like, God. I was the one that was in control of the board. No. They didn't do it correctly. And so suddenly, Kelso just got seriously injured. This kid just Stupid. slammed his head against the fireplace. And I mean, I saw the cut. I saw the blood. Like, unless Alex punched him in the head, like, I don't understand how it happened. Uh, I told him the only way we could be safe is if we trust each other and do it together. We got into a huge argument between the four of us, and Alex and Kelso were like, fuck this. We're done. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Kelso moved to Utah shortly after. Uh-huh. Alex never spoke to me again. Um, so now that's when Chloe were like, okay, it's just the two of us again. Um, we're back to doing this, but it's fine. We don't need them. We're strong, independent women. We talked to our friend Dallas, and he made us our first custom-made Ouija board. Yes. It was still made. It. I still have it. You still have, yeah. It's at my house right now. I have the, the other Ouija board, too. That's in California. That we separate the board and the planchette. I've seen the planchette. I'm very scared to hear the rest of the story because I've seen this shit. I'm we scared. separate both. So we just, never keep both of them yeah. together, so correct? What? Yeah, that's not mostly correct. Yeah, they're my sword, Junior Ryan. <laughs> okay, uh, so the wood shop, this is kind of a funny story. Style. Like, flash over to the Strojin, like, the door's rattling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, haha, perfectly normal. Hey, okay. we care about Boos and Moan, okay? They're not with Toulouse and Moan. Don't fuck no, them up. And Toulouse and okay. Simone would protect us. Okay, okay. so they're, we got they're, the. They are guardians of the underworld. Okay, we got the. Who? I'm getting, like, chills and I'm yes. getting so spooked. So we got this custom Ouija board made from Dallas in his in our high school wood shop yes. um, I walked in to pick it up and the wood shop teacher said oh you're the spiritual freaky chick and I was like hello <laughs> uh, my name's Chana hello. thank you for the Ouija board and he hands it to me and he was like good luck and I was like I know what I'm doing um, and that's we're stamping out embers sorry for all the noise the, the introduction of the new board is when everything started getting significantly darker Yeah. Um, now I want to point out one thing that's very important for the listeners to understand Yeah. I did everything right I was supposed to. I had specific chants. I had specific prayers. I had salt. I had candles. I had crystals. I had offerings. I had every single thing that you needed to be safe. And this still happened. So don't comment and say, oh, it's because you fucked up. Because no, I didn't. I did not. So everything that happened, it can happen to you. Be careful. Here's my side of the story. You were doing Ouija board. You so, um, trail. So, so with this, with this new Ouija board, you used a Ouija board. Um, it was wrong. So with this new Ouija board, uh, every single spirit we talked to was pretty negative. We couldn't really find any friendly spirits. The noob was constantly, constantly, constantly there. So, so wait. So, can you like clarify this? So was he like there in the picture and then he was out of the picture for a bit and then when you got this new Ouija board he came back into no, the picture? No, he was always he was always there. So he was always in the background, like would show up once in a while, you would see other spirits, but he would he was a regular. Yeah, he was a, he was definitely a regular. Okay, okay. Um, but this he was the only friendly spirit. No, yeah, sure. Questions are good because they clarify for the audience. Yeah, uh, so uh, with with Noob, how come he never asked you like, hey, I need help passing on the other side? What was his purpose, I guess? 
Like, why was he in contact with you? He was bored, and he wanted a friend and wanted companionship, and I was oh that for him. Yeah. Um, like, usually, well, as far as I know when it comes to the supernatural, spirits are usually people that have died and have a reason that they're not going to the other side. And so, but that wasn't his case. I mean, I talked to a bunch of different spirits. Everyone had different reasons to talk, whether they were bored, they were having fun, staying on the earth. Um, he, you know, we had, I mean, hundreds of conversations with Noob, hundreds. And I'm sure we talked about that. I just don't remember specifically anymore. Okay. I just know the closer we got, the more prominent he was in my life and the more available he was in the Ouija board. And so I think how I took that was, you know, we we developed a really close and personal relationship and he was my friend and I was his friend. And I think he as far as I understood, didn't want to leave because of what we had, in a sense. And so okay. as far as I knew, Noob and I would be friends for life. Okay. And some spirits stay around for a long time. It's not like they die and they're like, okay, I'm ready to go, and they leave. I mean, they can stay around for decades yeah, and decades yeah. or hundreds of years. It's kind yeah. of up to them what they want. No, yeah, so yeah, sometimes they can even be a person or they can just be like a residual energy yeah, exactly. of a person. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or yeah. not. <laughs> or fucking <laughs> um, Okay, so... Um, I do have a question real quick. Sure. Um, was it just confined to the Ouija board when you communicate with Noob or have feelings with, of Noob being around and stuff? So or that's, was it constant? That's a complicated question for someone like me because okay. I was always very sensitive to spirits. Okay. Um, I could, you know, feel them in the room with me, this and that. I could hear them, see them. Okay. Um, I never necessarily thought it was Noob. As far as I knew, it was just in the board when I was speaking with okay. him. It was not, I was like, because I properly closed the board. And once you close that board... You close yeah. that door. Connections. That separate. connection, in a sense, they're not okay. supposed to just like stick around. Um, okay, so um, one night after a super classic Ouija board sesh, uh, Chloe stepped out of the room. She was probably like shitting or something, um, and I was playing the piano in her room. <laughs> Real shit. Um, <laughs> what? What? Piano? Barely. I barely piano. Okay, so I was just playing the piano in the living room, um, and I heard. So we always did the Ouija board in Chloe's room. No other room was always Chloe's. And your baby alarm. Um, your baby monitor went off. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I was playing the piano, like, hot cross buns. I'm sure some shitty song. Uh, it was probably, like, some Mormon song. Yeah. And uh, I love playing Praise of the Man. We'll say it was Praise of the Man. Okay, let's do that. So um, I started hearing all this talking uh, coming from Chloe's room. Like, it sounded like a million voices are coming from what? Chloe's room. Ooh. And so I, like, froze. I stopped the piano, and I could just hear them, like, Let's all do it. So I heard that. Um, I stopped and I was like, Chloe? And it was still going. Chloe was like, yeah, from the bathroom. And I was like, sorry. Um, okay, so I got up from the piano and I started walking to her door. And every step that I took was getting louder and louder and louder. And it was like yelling and screaming. And I remember like my body, like I just felt this feeling I was like oh my fucking god it's like every person I've ever spoken to in the Ouija board is in this room and I put my hand on the handle and as soon as I turned the handle and opened the door it just went silent Uh, I'm not talking about silent I'm talking about like negative yeah like Like, it was still like you could just feel every tension everything you could feel the electricity in the air like it was insane it was like cold and silent and I just stood there in the doorway and I was like fuck (laughs) um Meanwhile, your grandma's like baking cookies. Yeah, she's like making cookies. jam. Um, okay, so that happened. I told Chloe. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking Betty Crocker. <laughs> so I heard that happen. I Chloe got out and I was like, Chloe, what the fuck? Did you hear those ghosts or those uh, the voices? And she was like, No, not at all. And I was like, You didn't hear all the voices. They were yelling. They were screaming, Chloe. And she was like, No. And Chloe's bedroom was her bathroom and bedroom were less than 10 feet away from each other like she should have been able to hear what i was hearing yeah and the living room was pretty far away from chloe's bedroom and i was like okay i'm sufficiently freaked out so fast forward to to some time um i was taking a shower before school one morning so this everything so far isn't happening at chloe's house nothing has crossed over to my house until right now thank god so i'm freaked okay so i was i was taking um Actually, I need my hand. This helps me. So I was taking a shower before school. Uh, I would take really early morning showers because of seminary, and which is a Mormon school at 6 in the morning, essentially. Um, my grandparents were up in the kitchen. My grandma was making my grandpa breakfast. My grandpa reading the paper. My mom was in her bedroom getting ready for work. Classic Jones morning. Everyone was awake. We were talking. It was great. Um, I stepped into the shower, which is on the other side of the house from my bedroom because it was my favorite shower in the house. 
Um, and I was showering, doing my thing, like do 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 do. I had conditioner in my hair, and all of a sudden, I just felt this feeling of dread, and I heard bang, bang, bang on the door outside of the bathroom. And it shook and pounded so violently, the door shook in its frame. Um. And I stood there and I froze. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I think someone just broke into my house and killed my family and I'm about to be raped and killed. Like it was this feeling where I was like, I am going to be killed. Yeah. And I knew it. And I stood there and I said, Chana, you have a choice. You can stay in here or you can go out and you can fucking fight, but you're, this is it. Yeah. And I felt, my entire body just like shake with adrenaline and fear because I literally could not believe what was happening. Um, I got out of the shower, still conditioner in my hair, so girls out there understand how big of a deal that is. Yeah. Um, I put my hand on the my hand on the door handle, and I remember I took a breath and I thought to myself, "This is probably my last few moments of being alive." Yeah. And I opened it and I pushed open the door, and there was nothing. And I was like, "Hello." Worse. Um, so I walked Worse. out of the shower, <laughs> and I, I walked out of the bedroom. And I walked into the kitchen, and there my grandma was cooking the eggs, and my grandpa reading the paper. And I was like, "Hey, did you guys just?" Like, just pound on the door to scare me. And my grandpa was like, no, Channa, like, why, we don't scare each other in my family. That's not something we do. And he was like, no, like, why do we do that? Like, fuck off, get ready to go to school. <laughs> I went to my mom's room, and I was like, mom, like, did you hear anything or feel anything weird in the house? And she was like, no, like, I've just been getting ready. I mean, it was so loud, like, the door literally shook. Like, yeah. it felt like someone threw a chair at the door. It was so heavy and violent. Um, and yeah. so that happened. A few days after that, I was in my family's second garage, which is a smaller garage, white people, man. And, um... <laughs> And that side of the and that side of the house was always really, really dark and scary my whole life. It wasn't just during these events. Like that's a whole separate podcast episode talking about that side of the house. Long story short, I'm pretty sure my house is uh, built on an Indian burial ground. A lot of the houses in my neighborhood were it's a brand new build. Yeah. They like destroyed mountains for it. Indian burial ground. Hmm. I'm freaked. Okay, so. Um. So that whole side of the house is scary, and the little garage is on that side of the house, and already I was pretty alarmed because I had the talking at Chloe's house. I just had the shower event. I was starting to put two and two together that I think these could be related. Yeah. And I was standing in the garage with my mom and I turn around and I just see this black figure just walk across the garage door to the other side of the house. And I was like, mom, I was like, did you just see that? And she was like, what the fuck? Is it like a, like a shadow? Figure? It was like a shadowy black figure. And I was like, mom, and we should, we've always been very sensitive. Yes. She's also commented about the side of the house. Yeah, like my mom's had some pretty freaky shit up in that side of the house. So um, I looked at my mom and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And it was like the day my grandparents at the temple. So it was just me and my mom at home. And I was like, we gotta go inside. So we like- you Meanwhile, your grandparents, la, 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 la. <laughs> Right. Temple, temple, temple. So we, um, <laughs> we sprinted inside the house and we like locked ourselves into my mom's room. We watched ID channel to scare ourselves more. Yes. And that was the end of that. Now keep in mind, my mom had- <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Meanwhile, they're doing out. maybe scarier things. Right. Uh, <laughs> They're doing some cult shit. So, <laughs> so this is when everything starts getting really crazy, is these next, this next event. So I ran in my house. I was um, obviously terrified with my mom. Keep in mind, my mom has no idea, up until she's listening to this podcast, that any of this has even happened, okay? She has no idea that did the Ouija board. She doesn't, I kind of explained to her the shower thing, but she thought I was just scaring myself. Yeah. No idea about anything. But she saw that shadow figure but she saw the, the shadow figure which wasn't that uncommon and she's also been feeling that side of the house yeah but that's yeah. been happening since we moved into the house so okay. for 10 years before we this yeah. even happened okay so now and keep in mind during all this i am still using the ouija board i'm still actively speaking with noob and other spirits it's not like this is any way stopped me from doing my crazy spirit stuff. how much time has passed since you started at this point uh, timeline wise for right now or yeah. are you talking about for podcasts? Yeah, like how experienced no. are you with Ouija? Yeah, how long point? have you been doing this? A year, a year and a half. Probably like six months to a year, okay. I wanna yeah. say. And I've had like at this point I've had hundreds of Ouija board sessions under my belt. Like I, I thought I knew what I was doing. So this is um here we go. I wake up one morning. So keep in mind, in my bedroom where my bed was laid out was right underneath this giant window. And outside the window is this beautiful plum tree, and I always sleep with my blinds closed. It was always a thing, because the Scooby-Doo episode I watched, it terrified the shit out of me. Who the fuck sleeps with their blinds I open? I always sleep with blinds open, everything. I don't want to see the window. 
That's um, like blinds closed. Yeah. Do you blinds like closed. Put a sock and a shoe on, <laughs> and then another sock and a shoe on. Right. So, <laughs> so I woke sock up. Shoe. I woke <laughs> up and I looked at my phone and it was 3:27 in the oh. morning. <gasps> and I woke up and I saw that my blinds were open and I never oh, fall asleep no. with my blinds open. Okay. And I look and I see that there is a that a black shadowy figure oh. outside my window staring down at me and I could just feel him I could just feel him staring down at me and I was like okay. and I like stood there and I could move I could breathe I could it's not like I was in sleep paralysis like I was looking at him staring at me mm. and I remember thinking Chana go to sleep he's outside the house you're safe I went to sleep oh. did not tell Chloe about this at all yeah next night night 2 one night after this happened, I woke up again, 3.27 in the morning. Oh. And I looked up at the, at the bottom of my bed and I saw the black shadow in the corner of my room staring at me. In, like at the edge oh. of my bed. And I saw him and I remember this feeling, um, this like feeling of him, his, I couldn't even see his eyes, but I knew they were there and they were just staring down at me. I was like, Chana, close your eyes tell him to go away you're okay so i did i just for i did not open my eyes for the rest of the night but i could feel him there i eventually fell asleep next day i didn't tell chloe didn't tell anybody then that night that's in the next night after that night three i woke up again at 3 27 in the morning and i woke up to the feeling of someone pushing me into the ground and i looked up and i saw that black shadow right over me oh staring down at me on top of me pressing into me i mean it felt like i was about to be snapped in half my body like i was being pushed into hell like i've never had that much pressure on me in my life i could barely breathe i was looking at him and that night i got that same feeling from the shower door where i thought i might die this is, i said um yeah i just i couldn't do anything except except that i was probably going to die and i felt I just wish I could explain the weight that I felt. It felt as if like a 500 pound man was just sitting in the middle of my back, just pushing Ugh. and pushing and pushing and pushing. And so finally I just said, Chana, flip your head, tell him to go away, go to sleep. There's nothing you can do. So I did that. I flipped over. I said, go away. I fell asleep. I woke up the next day. I went to school. I was in the locker room changing out of my modest outfit into my slutty outfit because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was – no, Chloe did not know any of this happening. And she said, Chana, what happened to your back? And I was like, oh. what? And she was like, there's three long scratches down your back. What happened? I still have pictures of these scratches. And I was like, what do you mean, Chloe? She said, look in the mirror. And I looked in the mirror, and there's these three long scratch claw marks going all the way down oh my, my back. Um it was like the sh- my from shoulder blade to like the middle of my back. Um, and I looked at Chloe and I said, Chloe, something's been happening the last three nights. And I told her what I just told you guys. And she was like, okay. She's like, let's not get carried away. Was it your cat? Was it your nails? Cause I have fake nails. Was it your cell phone? Was it your bed? Like we went through every, was it your mom? Like went through every single possible, she has nails too. She scratches my back. Oh. <laughs> like we, like how I give no, Jordan yeah, scratches. Like scratches. But like yeah. draw blood. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was, like, scabby cuts. It wasn't, yeah. like, not just a scrape. It was, like, yeah. scabby cuts. So we went through every single possible thing. Obviously, no, we couldn't figure it out. We started researching it heavily in the three marks. Um, that's when we started putting two and two together, that we believe it was a demon. Um, since that happened, that I can no longer see spirits since that exact since that exact moment before that my entire life i could see spirits i could easily speak to them but since that moment i am blocked my eye to the world to the astral plane or whatever i can't see it anymore that's for the better and a few days later so that i never saw that shadowy figure in my bedroom well never mind but uh, a few days later i woke up with excruciating pain in my knee and i like shot out of bed and i looked down and i saw like a huge hole like a gash in my knee like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the dermatologist and they remove something from you, but there's usually, like, a pretty big hole that's left. Yeah, and it looked uh, like I went to the dermatologist and got, like, a huge mole removed on my knee, but I didn't. And I, like, woke up and I saw this gash, and I was like, oh, my fucking God, like, what is happening to me? Um, so I went to Chloe's house the next day, and I was like, okay, I was like, you know what? We're, we're going to have to talk to Noob to see if he knows what's going on, because he's the only ghost I trust at this point. Like, I need to speak to him. And so we started talking to Noob. The conversation was normal. And that's when I started bringing up the fact that all these things were happening to me. And I started asking him um, if it was a demon involved or this or that. And then suddenly, Noob's entire demeanor shifted. Ooh. Everything changed. Um, he started, um, he confirmed, like, yes, this is a demon. He started getting oh, really God. irritated and uh, upset with us that what we were even speaking about. Like, he was 
acting like he was afraid and this and that. And I was like, you need to tell me how to beat him. Like he is now in my home. Like I am physically harmed now in my back and my knee. Like I need to figure this out. And he said, okay, well to figure this out, you need to know his name. You need to be able to take or be in control of the situation and you need to tell him to go away with his name. Like his name is where that's the power. And I was like, okay, well, what's his name? He's like, I can't tell you his name. And I was like, noob, you need to, like, I think I am in danger with my life. Like you need to tell me. And so he started giving me clues. He gave me all these jumbled letters. So I knew it had to involve a Z or X. He told me how to do with electricity or power. I mean, I had this huge list of signs that he gave me in this notebook that I have in California. And um, he said, you need from these notes or from these uh, clues, you'll be able to figure out his name. And once you know his name, you can figure out then how to beat him. You can do this. And, uh, but throughout all this, you know, he was still irritated and whatnot. Um, so I said, okay, great. And so Chloe and I t took some time to try to figure out the demon's name. We couldn't really figure it out. Um, it was just consuming my entire life at this point, constantly thinking about it, constantly trying to figure something out. And then uh, one last time, I woke up in my room at 3.27 in the morning oh. to the feeling of just fire in my room, just yeah. extreme heat and this rancid smell. Uh, I look up into the corner and I saw this giant creature looking oh beast. God. He kind of looked like General Grievous from Star Wars. Uh. Um, and he was standing in the corner of my room. And I, I got up out of my bed, and it was, like, I literally thought my skin was going to burn off. Like, there was flames all around. I was like, my house is on fucking fire. And I tried moving to the door, and he moved with me to try to Ooh. block me from the door. Mm. And I just remember thinking, you have to leave this room. You have, you're bigger than him. You're stronger than him. Go, 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 go. And I, like, lunged, and he lunged for me, but I jumped. There's two doors. I, like, jumped towards the door, slammed it closed, and the rest of my house was fine. And I sprinted to my grandparents' room. I was like, oh, Grandpa, what's going on? And they were, like, dead asleep. And they woke up, and I was like, there's a fire in my room. There's a fire in my room. Like, there's someone in my room. Went to my room. Obviously, there wasn't a fire anymore. Um, I went to my mom's room. She wasn't there, which was really weird. Uh, and then... Yeah, and then I was trying to explain to my grandparents what happened, but they're like, oh, a sleep paralysis, you're just afraid, you probably heard your mom leave, like, that must have what it been, that's probably what it was, um, but l looking back, and so I tried to play it off as that, I was like, you know, yeah, you're probably right, like, this is such an extreme situation, like, I probably was just dreaming, or it was sleep paralysis, or something, like, yeah, I was able to move and run around in my room, and, like, race a demon or a beast in a sense but yeah i'm it's probably just me yeah i'm um, looking back i now realize that this is a movie that is some classic foreshadowing um okay so now fast forward us to the seance so chloe and i i was getting really 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 <laughs> <laughs> jordan we're all in the same four four right words now. or four or five words i never want to say fast forward to the seance. <laughs> um so we were getting like a band so I, Chloe and I were getting upset and desperate to find answers. Like, I don't think I've ever reached a point of desperation in my life quite like I was at this point. Um, things were happening to me. Obviously, I knew it was a demon. I suspected that he latched to me because I was the medium and I was the communication point And I developed relationships with these ghosts and whatnot. And Chloe was one degree separated from that. So that's why I figured it was latched to me. Uh, so we decided, we're like, okay, we're having a hard time communicating new with Noob. So I was like, we're going to have to call upon Noob directly because we are just going to have to sit him down and say, Noob, give us some fucking information so we could do this. So we started the seance. We, did, we presented all the offerings we needed to present. I wrote down Noob's name on a piece of paper. I did my chants. I did my rituals. I did everything. And then we called upon Noob. Uh, Noob said that the demon was looking for him. He didn't have much time to talk. The demon was trapping him. He was preventing him from talking. He was scared. He was scared. He was scared. Oh. Things were just escalating and going Conjuring crazy. Too. And he was just, yep. he was so yeah. afraid. And I could just feel this fear. And he was like, he's, I can't talk to you. I'm scared. Like, he has me trapped. I'm in chains. Like, you have to figure this out. I'm in danger. You're in danger. We're in danger. Like, he's so close to you. You need to be careful. And I was just yelling. I was like, I need to know his name. I need to know his name. Tell me his name. Tell me his name. Tell me his name. I was screaming at him, and he was yelling at me back on the Ouija board. And then he just all of a sudden just stopped responding. He left abruptly, and it was oh. just silent. And so I looked at Chloe, and I said, okay, we're going to have to close the fucking board. <sighs> okay, so we closed the board. Um, we got rid of all the seance things. We burned noobs and gabe. So this is the next very important part to really understand for all you skeptics out there. We burned the piece of paper with his name. It was ash. We doused the ash with water on a plate. Soaking wet ash 
completely wet. We were talking. Um, all the candles were out at that point. We were talking for a few minutes, going back and forth. And um, it's finally started clicking with me because I started realizing, you know, Noob's demeanor changed. We realized it was the demon. He was preventing us from learning the person's name. Things only really started escalating like this the closer I got with him. He was had such a close personal relationship with me. It was only happening to me. And I looked at Chloe and I said, um, what if the what if Noob is the demon? And the minute I said that, oh the God. ashes burst into flames. Whoa. <laughs> uh, and Chloe and I were like, we just screamed. And Chloe picked up the plate and she ran to the bathroom. Because the bathroom was right next to her bedroom. And she threw it in the toilet to just douse it with water again. And, like, the flames wouldn't go down. Like, we ran to the kitchen. We brought bowls and cups of water. We're dumping water in it. And the flames are getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. We're flushing the toilet, doing all this. I mean, it's insane. And the flames were just not going away. And Chloe and I were full-blown panic mode. Because at this point, I was like, we're about to catch your house on fire. I just dealt with General Grievous fire, like, last night. Like, what the fuck is happening? We grabbed, like, her shower head because it was one of the ones you could move around. Yeah. And we just, like, dumped all this water on it and flushed the toilet and just put bowls and bowls of water and finally were able to let or finally the flames were able to go down this is after you know it felt like 10 minutes but i'm sure it was like two or three minutes of just fire on a toilet at that point the toilet seat was completely charred so we called our friend dean and i was like hey dean i need you to go buy us a toilet seat and i need you to come here and replace the toilet seat uh and i'm gonna need to distract chloe's mom she just pulled up to the driveway and so chloe's mom walked in and i was like hello susan uh, nothing weird happened here <laughs> And, you know, at this point, Chloe and I are still shaking. Like, we we haven't even had time to process or even talk about what the fuck just happened. So Chloe was kind of in a daze. Like, she, I mean, we were both in such disbelief and such shock, and our adrenaline was pumping so hard. We were, like, psychopaths. We were lunatics. Um, that's when Chloe's mom, she was, she's not a dumbass. She was like, why is Dean in the bathroom replacing the toilet seat? Like, why does it smell like fire in here? Like, what the fuck is happening? And we were like, okay, Susan. We have to tell you something. Things are getting kind of out of hand here. They're getting a little out of control. And she was like, okay. She's like, you are no longer allowed to do Ouija board or seances in my house. Like, that is unacceptable. If you want to do them, you have to do them outside my house. And I was like, okay. And then Chloe and I talked about it, and we processed it in a really weird way. Instead of getting more afraid of Noob and the realization that he was the demon, um, we especially, me, I was getting really, really pissed and upset. Because okay. I trusted this spirit who I thought I talked to for almost a year with everything and he betrayed me and I fell so easily into that trap so it was more me that I was mad at and now I was mad that you know it's hurting me it's hurting Chloe's house it's hurting everything um so um so that is when we ooh that is my computer's on fire yeah the computer's super hot so that is when I was like okay we have to do another fucking seance so I'm crazy so just know like when you're at this point of desperation you are willing to try anything to figure this out here, wait a minute. I'm going to move the table back a bit. So at this point, we were desperate. Uh, I was willing to do anything and everything to figure out this this demon stuff. So to say I'm about to do another seance, like to listeners, it sounds insane. But to me, that's the only solution there was. What else could I do? I couldn't. I not, needed not to, to be able to speak to the demon. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a solution to me. I'm scared. <laughs> I needed to be able to speak to the demon like, and go noob back in time, to tell him one, to stop. <laughs> And so Dean at this point got involved because the toilet seat and he was really curious with what was going on. So we poor, tried to do a seance Dean. with him at his house, but we couldn't get through to anybody, um, like at all. It was bizarre. Like it was like this weird block. Yeah. Um, a few days later, Dean called me freaking out because somehow he accidentally o started opening up the gates to hell. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I hate that Dean, fucker. Casual Friday of my junior year of high school. So Can you try to open Pornhub, but then it just Okay, so So he tried to get us to help, but at that point all I could think and speak and do anything was about noob. Like I could not I could not it was like this connection, like I was obsessed. Like I have never been that obsessed thing in my life. Like nothing else I can even think about. And it's not like me. Like I've helped a bunch of different people with Ouija board problems and this and that. But, but Dean needed me, and I said, Dean, I'm sorry. I have to deal with my demon first, and then I'll feel like I can face the gates of hell. Um, I'll talk to you later. 
So, <laughs> so poor, poor Dean. Bye, Dean. Deal with it. So, I, you know what's funny is he actually followed me on Instagram two days ago, right when I was getting, I started writing stuff with Chloe. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, how weird, how spooky. That's interesting. So, I don't yeah. know what happened to Dean with the Gates of Hell. Because... He, like, thought of you when y'all connected again. Right. When you and Chloe connected. Um, so... The plot of the first season of Supernatural, also. Yeah, So this is. So this is when we did a seance in my car. Uh, this is uh, the final seance. So in case you're wondering why I've always had car problems, this is why. Uh, Two things to always do in your car: seances and sex. Seance, yeah. seance in my car. That sounds like an '80s like <laughs> horror paperback novel. So I was, I was yeah. really. Like I was livid at this point. I was livid because I just wanted this demon out of my fucking life. He noob was Same. controlling every aspect of me. I couldn't study. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. Like, it was noob. Noob, 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 noob. So I did a car seance, and I started it, and I was like, noob, fuck right off. And I was, like, giving it, like, letting him have it and freaking out. And I was like, I don't care if I, don't, if I don't know your name. I don't give a fuck. You have no control over me anymore. You're done. Get out of my life. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. (laughs) And he just wasn't responding at all. There was no response. And Chloe and I, like, I was pretty hysterical. And um, we closed it because we just thought he was just not communicating with us. We later listened to the recording, and you could actually hear responses. Mm. Um, You can't hear someone be like, oh, fuck you. But you can hear, like, (laughs) tapping on the window and things like that. Um, It's on my old iPhone in California. But one day I'll go get it for us. And... Uh, pretty much, pretty much what. Play it in your and Jordan's house, not our house. Pretty much what I. So pretty much what I gathered. Just destroy it. So pretty much what I gathered from the conversation, based off the questions that I asked and the statements that I made, is that he was here for me. He was latched on to me. He wasn't going anywhere. So buckle up, pretty much. So at that point, Chloe and I decided. Finally, I said maybe we should stop doing the Ouija board for a while because I, I mean, it escalated to the point where we, it was everything it affected every part of my life. Um, slowly spooky stuff stopped happening to me as frequently. Um, up until like this past year, I still had a lot of scary stuff happen. Like when my apartment last year was totally haunted, this and that. But, um, from that moment, you know, I had to make a really active choice to, not think about noob and not call upon noob and not talk about this and not do the Ouija board and not even touch it. I mean, we, Chloe and I barely spoke about this for the rest of high school because it was so yeah. traumatizing and horrific. And we were never able to figure out his name. And that always bothered me because I always have known from that um, that, you know, he's out there and he watches me. Uh, so, like I said about my apartment stuff, it was the first time I lived alone, like ever since all this happened to me. It was around Halloween is when I started feeling like I wasn't alone in my apartment anymore. And so that's kind of when Noob came back into my mind. And so I started kind of feeding into it, but I stopped that. Because the one thing I learned from this is the more you give into this demon, like the more obsessed I got and the more I dived into it, like the crazier, crazier everything got. And I learned, you know, when I stopped doing the Ouija board and stopped giving every ounce of my being into this power, that's when things calm down. But I will always know because I've never truly solved the problem he is there, and I know he knows who I am, and I know he watches me, and, I, and it, it wouldn't be crazy if he came back and actually affected me or hurt me in some way. But the thing that I realized above all is, you know, and this has taken me eight years to come to this realization. This is fairly new. You know, I understand now that I am stronger than him because I have a body and I'm alive and he's not. And because of that, I know I will win. Like, if it ever comes down to that, of like fighting or something. Um, I am stronger than him and I understand that. So even now I feel like if Noob comes back, I don't feel like it would be as extreme as it was because I was so afraid when I was young. And then recently for episode two of our podcast, um, Corey and I were talking about it because he was going over the origin of the Ouija boards. And um, that's when he started mentioning a certain demon that latches on to people through Ouija boards. Uh, do you want me to say the name or no? Uh, I don't know. You can say it once. <laughs> okay, so... Corey and I were talking we were in my living room and he was like, okay, he's like, so Chana, like I've been researching these demons and this and that. And I think I figured out the demon that you were talking oh, to. Shoot. And I was like, okay, like, who is he? You're like, oh, he's a really powerful demon. Like he means power, this and that. And I knew from my clues, he either meant electricity or power. You know, his name started with a Z or an X, this or that. And Corey looked at me, he said, 
his name's Zozo. Oh my god. And through as soon as he said that, I felt the exact same feeling. Like with the shower door, with the demon over my body, with seeing General Grievous, it was like chills down my entire body, and I felt like this insane amount of pressure on my body, and my heart started pounding really fast. And that's when I realized, I think that could be the demon's name, (laughs) or I think he's closely related to my other demon. In connection, for some people who haven't listened to episode two, you fucking sluts. (laughs) Um. It's not even released yet while we're recording this. We haven't haven't. Yeah, <laughs> the the four people that were invited to this very intimate <laughs> shout Tyler, have cut. not heard the episode one through five. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Ouija board in your house and leave I've it open. Heard, bitch. I've heard part of no. Um, so yeah, he uh, this this demon is also related to uh, Pazuzu, who is an actual like Christian lore demon, who is the demon that is uh, featured in uh, The Exorcist. Um, so he and the Exorcist movie is based off of um, there's like a few different possessions in, in Catholicism in like the history of Catholicism that are related to that one movie uh, to the Exorcism. But Pazuzu is also really like legitimately involved in those real life stories. So he's also uh, related like Pazuzu is sometimes related to Zozo. So, yeah. So, you know, I'm fairly certain that that Zozo is most likely noob, um, but I We'll probably never know. Um, I don't really want to go through what I went through again or invite him to come back, even though I know I am stronger. So I don't really want to do much knowing that that might be his name. New phone who did. Maybe one day I will (laughs) battle my demons. (laughs) New who did. Maybe one day I will battle Um, my literal demons. But, you know, right now I'm really happy and satisfied with my life. Um, So that is my whole entire story. God so I have a warning. There's an after story. No, there isn't. No, there's We're not. We're done. Oh. Remember. Well, okay, hold on. I, before we go Ooh, into that. Yeah, wait, bring that up. Um, I, I have a thing. I have a, one thing from oh, yeah, Chloe PSA. that Chloe really yeah. wanted me to tell you. Yeah. And it's a quote, so a I'm just going to read it. A heartfelt note from Chloe. Um, she said, Ooh. fuck you, I'm just kidding. She said, um, don't use it unless you're prepared for what could happen and don't be dumb about it like us. Um, really read up about it and make sure you properly use it. Don't be naive. Don't think that something's not going to happen because it will happen. From Chloe, and she went through all these events with me. My warning to you guys is, um, you know what, actually, I'll let Jordan say his thing first, and then I'll tell you my thoughts. Yeah, so Wait, like, come closer. Yeah, yeah you knew, yeah. Come a little close. Um, so this was probably, what, like two or three months ago. Um, Chan and I were at her previous apartment that she talked about that she thinks was haunted. And uh, one night in the middle of the night, because uh, her two cats, uh, Simone and Toulouse, uh. Um, uh, Toulouse in particular, uh, like according to Chana, like this was this was the first time I had uh, come to know Toulouse, but he was like, to me, he was like a really, really, a bad kitty. <laughs> like he was constantly. He's sp- like a ball gag. <laughs> he was constantly. Say it again. He was you. constantly scratching the walls, meowing at certain corners in the night. And, um, and I lived with them, and I've never lived with cats. Yeah. And he didn't do that when I lived with. Yeah. Them. And right before this. Right and, before. Right before and Toulouse, uh, yeah, according to Chana, was a really, really good kitty before. Yeah. Um, and now that we're living at my place in Salt Lake City, um, he's for the most part been a really good kitty. He doesn't wake us up at night like he did before. He doesn't meow, he doesn't scratch the walls. Um, it was just like actually just this just morning that he meowed for the first time and got super rapey with Simone. It happens, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but like that typically doesn't happen. Like we've been there for almost a month now and that, that, that hasn't happened. But it, that, was, that was a constant at the, at the place at, uh, in Orem, Utah. It was, it was really rough. Well, the other thing that happened, the thing, when you woke up. Yeah, that that's what I'm talking about. But like <laughs> that that was just an introduction. Um uh one night I heard Toulouse meowing really, really loudly. Um and I woke up really abruptly and looked up and Chana has this old antique mirror that her mom gave her. Grandma. Oh god. Uh, her <laughs> grand her grandma gave her and I saw a dark figure standing in the mirror. Oh Jesus. Um and I freaked the, the fuck out and I And Jordan's and a skeptic. I, and, and I'm Jordan's a skeptic. Very skeptic. I don't believe any of this really. <laughs> Honestly after listening to Chris this I'm laughing like, loudly I'm also doesn't nah. I'm still like, nah, there's gotta be some kind of explanation. Yeah, sure. Um, but I don't know. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Nobody knows how to explain it. Like 
like there's spooky shit that happens whatever i i've never had any experiences besides like this very this shit. one experience but i woke up there's a dark figure um and i freaked the fuck out stood up and like i didn't wake up chana i don't think no i, think I, I was like la, 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 la. I, about, like pizza oh. vegan pizza <laughs> vegan pizza i i stood up and i looked in the mirror and there was nothing there um toulouse woke me up i looked in the mirror He's saw like, like a really too. scary shit in the in the mirror but then i i like it took me like probably half hour but i fell back asleep and then chana's part of the story so then a few so he did not tell me this at all like yeah. and you I didn't know, tell her for like a month probably and he um you know didn't even this is his first time hearing this whole story and he did not tell me about the figure at all i had no idea but you know i knew something was obviously up with my house i'm still even though i'm blocked from seeing ghosts for the most part, I um. Thank God we all are. You know, I can still sense them and whatnot. So one the one of the first nights, so Jordan was sleeping over at my house like a bunch. Like it was when we were starting to get really serious, and then he went on like a little camping trip one night, and so it was my first time in a while sleeping by myself at the house. And I was sleeping like la la la, like fuck yeah, you know, dancing to ABBA in my underwear, doing what I do, and I was laying in bed. I fell asleep, and I knew that Jordan was possibly going to stop in that night because he, um was le- the meeting spot for the for camping was pretty close to my house so he was like oh yeah i might just come over and sleep at your house so like don't be freaked out if i walk in at like you know one or two o'clock in the morning so i went to sleep and i was like oh jordan might come over yay and i like woke up to this to like a crazy amount of fear and i like sat up and i looked at my mirror and i saw like the black figure in my mirror and i thought i'm like jordan but i felt really afraid and i like flashed my flashlight from my phone and then it was just gone and I was like, what the fuck? And I just had like a s- similar feeling to how I felt on my house, just really, really afraid. And so I went back to sleep. And the next day when I saw Jordan after his own camping, I told him about it. And that's when he, he told me that a month prior, he saw the same figure in my mirror. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen it since. Uh, we, we moved like two months later, not related to that, but because <laughs> Midtown 360 sucked. So, <laughs> so you say Terrible that mirror is from your childhood and your grandmother bought it for you. Mm-hmm. Did you have that mirror when you were doing the Ouija shit? It, not in Chloe's house. It I never did the Ouija board in my house. Oh, the Ouija board is never even... In your room but it was in your room. Experiences. Um, Maybe it was. Oculus? <laughs> No, don't break it, because if you break it or burn it, it releases it. (laughs) So you just, like, throw it away. The Ouija board isn't... Just give it to some unsuspecting family. (laughs) Yeah, so that is my entire doggy-style story. So my warning to you guys, you know, after going through what I went through, you know, if... I'm not going to sit here and say don't do the Ouija boards. If you're going to do it, you will do it, because that's what I did. I wanted to, so I did. Um... Just be really careful because even people like me who I thought I knew exactly what I was doing, things can still happen. And just be really weary if a ghost <laughs> wants to be friends because most likely it's not. And noob, I'm positive you're probably listening to this right now. You can yeah. fuck right off because I am stronger than you. We're not talking to you because we're not even owning anything. Fuck you. You don't go here. Yeah. And that. So anyways, so, so my question to all of you guys is, uh, you know, anyways, how's your guys' sex yeah. life? Because mine's spooky. <laughs> okay, so that was our spooky. What Campfire stories. Um, camp our camp titty stories. Camp titty Halloween edition Halloween stories. Halloween edition. Ghost stories. Ghost stories. Korean chat summer. I think I'll edit like the things that we like paused for, but other than this, I think I might just keep it all, and it'll probably be a long, a long episode, like an hour and forty-five mm-hmm. minutes. So just deal with, you know, listen to it or don't. I hope you do though. <laughs> At the very end of it, listen to it or don't. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you're already here, so you've already listened. So you're already here. So, you've already, so, so you're here. You're clear. You're ready. So, so if you feel like no, you wasted your last two hours. Yeah. Um. So so Chris, do you have any parting words for us? Yeah, Mister didn't say. Yeah, you haven't. You're, you're the one who hasn't shared a story. So do you have any have parting words? Story. You want me to share something? He's no, like, you don't have to. I just, knew. No, you're just like parting <laughs> parting words or. I don't believe any of this. You so just start I, levitating. I, I believe I want to be there if you ever talk to me again on the Ouija board. No. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that's my one thought. Damn. I don't want Don't to tempt there. me. But <laughs> if it, if it does happen, come to me because I've been told I'm an inhibitor for spirits. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, you're an inhibitor. inhibitor. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So, like, as an aura, I just cancel out spirits. Yeah, really. Oh, what good. I told you that. Skinwalker shit, man. That's not spirits. Yeah, that's not, not spirits. Spirit. That's demon like, shit. Damn. Or, I don't know. That's not demon Magic. shit. Magic. <laughs> Magic. That's, that's more like old school, like family, like 
That's voodoo. Like family voodoo. Uh, not voodoo. Yeah. Yeah. But kind of voodoo. Just like, American yeah, that's voodoo. just like, yeah. I don't even know. So I guess our final question for our lovely listeners is now you're sufficiently spooked, so make sure to pull out the lube, get the dildo, do whatever you have to do to make yourself feel better, and just ask yourself the number one question we love to ask. Anyways, how's your sex life? And, and wait, before before we, I, I I have something. Sorry. Yes. This is a good segue. 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 Hot. Oh, Silvar. D and D. D and D peeps will get that. Um, Dynamite. So, it, so we will probably also do listener stories in the future, mm-hmm. and we'll just make this sort of our first listeners listener podcast because this will be just like. It was like, you know, half us, half our friends. So, yeah, definitely send us your story. Send it to our email. I prefer email if you DM us, if you slide into our DMs on well, Insta. Well, no, yeah, yeah. If you, if you want to share a story with us, do it through email because... It's not, easier for yeah, us. Yeah, and I won't sift through anything else but your email. I'll tell you, know. you if you DM, DM us to slide into our email inbox, <laughs> yeah. but... uh. You know, I prefer email. It's much easier. Yeah, just for email us. a story. Cause I'm or not Facebook message. That would be easy as well. Uh, I'm, I won't look at it. I'll only look at your email. Shit. Yeah. I'll yeah, be controlling well. the majority of social media, but we prefer email because it's just easier. Yeah. So, happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Hope Halloween. Hope you guys have a very spooky Halloween. Don't do yes. the Ouija board or do whatever. Yes. Uh, just don't call upon noob because otherwise you're fucked. Yeah. And don't say the word. Yeah. Skinwalker. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Uh. Oh, you're still listening, you sneaky sluts. Uh, Since you're still listening, you might as well go check out our Instagram, which is anyways, how's your sex life? And that's anyways... A-N-Y-W-A-Y-S-H-O-W-S-Y-O-U-R-S-E-X-L-I-F-E. Um, if you didn't get that, go fuck yourself. Just look at the name of the podcast. Um, you can also talk to us on Twitter or Facebook. You can reach us at um, A-H-Y-S-L podcast, or you can go ahead and email us A-H-Y-S-L podcast at gmail.com. Man, fuck the people who chose like such a difficult name. I know, right? Those fucking <laughs> bastards. Fuck them. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.